And welcome back to the Sean and Robin Show, brought to you by Titanium Brothers Media. You can find us on iTunes, BlackBerry Podcast, Stitcher, Blueberry, BlackBerry, Google, Yahoo. Redberry, Cranberry, all your urinary <laughs> tract infection people out there. Oh, man. We got you covered. <laughs> we do. So we are out there. Get on Facebook. Click that like button. And we are also on Twitter, Sean Robin Show. That's, I guess that's the Twitter thing. Sean Robin Show. Sean Robin Show. Uh, we have for the week a uh, very special guest, Steve Freck, um, creator of What Do You Know? If you have not looked at What Do You Know on Facebook for random awesomeness, you are absolutely missing out because that one day you want to laugh, smile, strike up a conversation with that beautiful somebody or handsome somebody. It is something worth clicking on and getting your daily dose of random awesomeness. Awesome. Thank you. So uh, today, Sean, we're going to talk about uh, two things I actually like. <laughs> I don't the know Madonna the and the horror complex. <laughs> That's right. The Madonna horror complex. Now, of course, we're not saying that Madonna is a whore. Some of you might think that she is. We're not talking about the pop singer. We're talking about uh, a uh, psychological theory that says men want uh they have that they they grapple with with two things they want like a whore as a girlfriend they want somebody who you know will be the slut who'll put out on demand who knows what she's doing but they want like the 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 chaste kind of nun figure at home as their wife and uh, i thought we could explore that a little bit today so steve um since we do have you as this resource can you give us any kind of a background on madonna on the uh, like i said not the pop singer but uh the the religious icon uh i really man um, holy moly you are putting me on the spot here i mean are you you're just talking about mary magdalene are you talking about yes like the madonna right yeah well i mean i know what i learned from just, <laughs> well, I, how about how about more of the influence that it's played historically, as far as in religious uh, implications in relationships and dating? Have you? Well, we can we can back up a little bit and and describe to our listeners what the Madonna horror complex is a little bit more based on, and a lot of like a lot of Italians. Uh, I'm ha- I'm what I guess a quarter Italian. So I'm half re- Scottish. So I know that. Really. my mom is not gonna like you oh she's yeah i yeah we have uh chopino and caldi bread and stuff at christmas so anyway and she speaks italian um the point is is that all the guys want the whore when they're dating the and this is coming from a very stereotypical um italian point of view Okay, so if I get it wrong, you know, look it up yourself. Wait a minute. <laughs> Did you just whatever. say if I completely give out the wrong fucking information right now, <laughs> then this, you need to this look is, it up. This is the stereotype coming down to give them the inside that we know. So <laughs> everyone wants the whore, but the Madonna is like the person that, you know, takes care of the house. It's the wife. It's the mother of their children. So once they're wedded, that's one thing. But once they become a mother of their children they don't look at that woman as a whore anymore. They look at that person as, or their whore, they look at that at that person as, it's the mother of my children. So in a visceral dynamic of a man's sexuality and his libido, there it, the dynamic goes askew a little bit because he's like, well, I, I can't 
talk to that way because it's the mother of my children. I can't stick that there because it's the mother of my children. So that's where the complex comes in. That's the Madonna whore complex. No, it's actually just not even a complex. It's a bunch of horse shit. And let me tell you exactly what it is. <laughs> I agree. Because, I, I agree. Know, no, 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 I agree. This, this, I agree. Is, this is nothing more than women excusing lazy ass behavior. Because what happens is you marry these bras. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. How no. is it the woman's fault? Because on I'm, I'm going to go into it. I'm gonna oh, go into they it. gave okay. birth to the it is a, No, no, no. It's, right, no, no. It's, get it's the it's, 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 it's a rationalization of what's going on. You marry them, they squirt out a kid, and then they chunk up, they gain 75 pounds, they cut their hair off so they look like little 12 year old boys and they're oh asexual they are, they are asexual beings so instead of saying we need to get our fat asses to the gym they decide to say you have a problem you just described a man's libido as complex are you kidding well I, th- I think he has a point I mean I, th- I, I don't think it totally changes when you have kids but I'm sure like there are different times you want different things even after kids like there's probably sometimes like yeah I want my wife to be I want my wife to be a whore tonight like fantastic other times this is the mother of my kids I mean th- there's Look, if you're talking about doing a dirty Sanchez, okay, that's the mother of my wow. kids. You don't want to do that. Okay, I completely agree Maybe with that. Maybe you with do. That. Boundaries, buddy. That. Boundaries, no, boundaries. I don't need to know this. We don't need any boundaries no, on the internet. No, with you and me. <laughs> I don't want to... I mean, whatever you do behind closed doors, I mean, I love Robin. you like a brother and I'll help you move a body. I didn't say How I was into the dirty Sanchez. So we are giving examples here. Oh, okay? my goodness. We are broadcasting to a broad audience of broads. Okay, okay but so back up. Let's... let's okay, let's... Let's look in vain for the the MILF, right? So let's say she's still hot. And there's okay. women I know that have absolutely bounced right back. And there's someone... There was a bartender over at uh, one of the local establishments that we've gone to. And I struck up a conversation with her. I mean, she could be a fitness competitor. Slamming hot. I could not believe... And really sweet. You know, I, I wasn't interested in on hitting on her or anything like that. And she was telling me where else she worked. She actually works at Lucy's 51 as well. And I said, so what do you do in your spare time? It sounds like you're only working like three, maybe four days a week or something. And she's like, I have three kids. I'm like, holy shut the front door. I could not believe it. That body had birthed three and none of them were twins. I mean, separate times. I could not believe it. She didn't get any two for one deals. (laughs) No, no. And I've dated women with kids that were... You know, when I started dating them, they were slamming hot. And so I'm not saying you're categorizing a lot of moms out there that gain 75 pounds and this and that. There's a reason the average dress size in America is 14. If you want to date a woman that is size 14, you go right no, ahead. No, the point, the point I'm making is that there's a reason why that large dress size, it used to be like, what, six? And now it's 14. And you know you're what? Trying to Maybe tell they've me changed the numbers. You're trying to make me they've believe. They've also changed the numbers according to the fashion industry. Yeah, because there's a bunch of chunky chicks walking around with the, who, who don't want to be as big as they are. Okay, okay, No, 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 okay. no, no, no. Two more points. Right. No, two more points. Number one, you're trying to say that, oh, I know this chick. You know how you started those stories? I knew a bartender or I dated a couple of women. You didn't say that the, the majority of these chicks, they, these are exceptions to the rule. That's why they stick out in your head. Number two, I know where you're going with this whole fashion argument because a lot of you people out there are trying to give us this garbage about when Marilyn Monroe would have been the size whatever if she was alive today, that's because the fashion size has changed. And so if you give if you use skew standards, then yes, but Marilyn Monroe was hot and she was stacked. She wasn't fat. There's no other words, sorry. True. You know what? And to be honest with you, I've dated some healthy women. Like there's a, nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with them. I'm saying that don't make excuses up for your behavior. If you if you're gonna if you're gonna be overweight, you know what? Rock it. That's all absolutely. I gotta say. 
That song, I like big butts. When that came out, I was like, someone's got it right. Jesus Christ, that's my national anthem. <laughs> All <laughs> right, so I, this I, is black. You know what? I don't just like the uh, the Coke bottle figure. I like the pomegranate bottle figure. I mean, I really like some curves. And when I say curves, I don't mean like a basketball. Cur- yeah. Okay. Which is so, one continuous curve. Okay. One curve. <laughs> so let's get back to the subject at hand. Not every woman gets supremely obese or severely overweight when they've had kids. So moms out there, ladies out there, I want to take that part off the table. I mean, some people do and they may use an excuse. Well, I was pregnant and it's like, okay, well, 15 pounds of that is gone immediately. But what about the other 80 pounds? So I got it. I got it. I got it. If that's the case, then the the issue isn't the horror Madonna complex. It's like, I'm not as attracted to you because you've become obese or extremely fat. That's not the Madonna horror complex. Right. I'm saying the Madonna horror complex is horseshit. Okay. But, well, but we can argue the, the theoretical Madonna the me- horror complex. Well, that's, that's fine. For sure. But in the mentality of, of some men, when they want that, that whore that like, I'm going to ravage you and you're mine and I'm going to take you and I'm a man. And we're going back to the, um, you know, hunters and gatherers days where we're hardwired certain ways and he's, he wants to take her and ravage her. Great. But once she may have his children there, they put them, they put the woman on a pedestal, no matter how hot they are. The complex is they put them on a pedestal that is, she's the mother of my children. I have to respect her more. She's, I, I can't be dirty with her because she's the mother. Like there's some kind of, sainthood that is you know brought upon them that is the complex that's what the guy struggles with the girl doesn't struggle with it she's the same person however her priorities may change well i you know in in a rare uncharacteristic move i'm actually going to uh defend chicks whoa wow strap in for this one i think that if this complex exists which i think it's a bunch of new age bullshit but let's, it's not new age. No, uh, it's uh, been around. I don't. I, right, I know. Right, it, look, on. it was created over thirty years ago by a radio psychologist. So trust me, I know where this comes from. Okay. I'm saying new age as far as the new agey hippy dippy bullshit. Um, this, if for you to say that, to say that the woman doesn't struggle with it is complete bullshit. Because let me tell you why. If your husband looks at you as some Madonna figure, the woman is still sexual. I don't care if she doesn't look a certain way. Let's let's say she looks still looks good. If he's putting her up on this pedestal and he's not treating her like he used to, he's not finding her sexual. He's not touching her the same way. He's not doing that. He's not pulling her hair like she likes. I mean, you know, a lot of chicks like when you pull their hair. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do that because that's how you treat the whore. Um, that's going to affect her. So, so how is it that this complex doesn't affect her at all? I'm not saying it doesn't affect you her. You actually just said it doesn't affect her. I'm, no, I'm saying it's starting from him. It's not her fault. The complex is coming from the man, not the woman. She's not all of a sudden like, I'm this whore or I'm this Madonna. No, the I'm guy she's, is. She's dealing with the repercussions of him. She is it. dealing with the repercussions right. of it for sure. So then, so then it does affect her too. I'm not saying it doesn't. Of course it does. I mean, if there's no like... Actually, you said it doesn't. <laughs> Come on. Suck you know me in a debate. You know that I just want to be right. <laughs> okay. You're right. Anyway, back to the facts. Wee. <laughs> and the facts are that she didn't start the whole thing. She didn't start like, okay, now I'm a Madonna. The only thing I can see that women play a part in is that they are nursing. They are, their priorities shift in like, I have to protect this child. So they may not be willing to get 
freaky with it, like all freaky deaky on a random whim on the kitchen table. Which, by the way, ladies, when you do that, that is a direct violation of your marriage vows. In the traditional, no, I'm not even making that I'm up. Not in the traditional, in I the, am absolutely Steve, not disagreeing. Steve, with I, I want to know because I'm sure you know a little bit about the history of marriage vows and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But the most current incarnation of marriage vows, they say, or this, the, the most common, each one of them says that they vow to forsake all others, and it doesn't say forsake all others except our kids. It says forsake all others. That means that you put your spouse ahead of every other person on the planet. So that's why I'm saying that they're going against the contract. But can you tell us anything about vows and? How, how it's evolved or other cultures? Well, I mean, in, in previous cultures, uh, it was almost more of a business contract, especially when you were marrying into families and things like that. Um, it, again, Victorians, prudish when it started, because they were huge romantics, it started being about love. And you're talking about the forsaking thing. I mean, a big trend now is that couples write their own vows. And even though they may not say, you know, I'm forsaking everybody else for you, I mean, they'll say it in other words. But... I mean, they, they pretty much all say the same thing. Well, now, you say that it started out as a business contract. I would argue that uh, it still is very much it's, so with, it with is the rise the of prenups. It is the easiest contract to get into in this, oh, yeah. in this country mm-hmm. and the hardest one to get out of. Mm-hmm. Right. And, I mean, going on this, com- on this uh, Madonna whore complex thing, um, just a, a small skew to the side, a lot of guys try to get prenups, and they try to to uh, say that the amount of sex they get is something that, that can end the marriage. Like, if oh, well, you have to put out this many times. If you stop putting out, if you gain this much weight, then uh, it'll, it, it'll invalidate the prenup. And that is actually not enforceable. Um, that's so, yeah, it's not. That's people, people think that they can put and anything And I'm saying want, that sucks because of, I, I understand that there's weight gain with some pregnancy. I understand that. I understand if there's a thyroid problem there's, and, I, and depression. I got all those things are factors. However... I am not going to let myself just balloon out. I hope that my future mate does not do that either. And here's the other thing with the amount of sex and the amount of weight gain. One, uh, muscle weighs more than fat. So if you're toned, I mean. No, it, it doesn't. It doesn't weigh more. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Muscle is more dense. No, no, no. But a pound of muscle is still the well, same. Well, a pound is a pound. The amount of space that they occupy is different. That's okay. what I'm. Okay. Right, right. Um, okay, so I'm going to talk about volume. If you if you gain some <laughs> some so weight, right <laughs> if you gain some weight and That's it's muscle bad. weight, it's it's not going to look that bad. If you gain, you know, fat weight, it won't look as good. Right. So okay, let's just in the ass. Oh my god! Pack it in, ladies. <laughs> you know what? I don't have a problem with a big ass. No, 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 it's no, a no. wide ass that I, you no. know, it's, if it's wide, wide, oh, wide, yeah. then flat, like oh. a billboard, then that's not don't as good. Don't mistake me. I'm saying I love big asses. That's my thing. Yeah, that's this, my bread the, and butter. This, yeah, for sure. The other part of this is I would want to be with a woman. Like if it's in some type of contract, like sex so many times a week, I wouldn't want to be with a woman if they're not enjoying it. Okay. Would you? Would you be like, okay, dead fish it. I don't care. I'm still like getting my rocks off. Well, here, here's something I want to ask Sean. You're talking about like guys having this thing. Okay, if you put on this much weight or you don't put out this many times a week mm-hmm. that men put this to women. If a woman put that to you as a contract of marriage saying, I will not marry you unless you fulfill, unless these requirements are met, mm-hmm. are you going to go running or are you going to say, okay? Well, it depends on the requirements. Okay. Uh, what are you talking they, about weight or? They, what if they put the same things to you with weight and with, of course, which is 
bullshit, you need to lay off the gym. But <laughs> like, I mean, if, if, a, if a woman came to you with that and said, these are the things you have to do, would you say okay? Or would it bother you that she's asking anything of you at all? No, no, no. I would, um, if I was to, to remarry or do anything like that, um, I would get a prenup. And I would tell anybody to get a prenup, and here's why. Because 50% of the marriages in the United States, a little bit less now, but like mostly half of all marriages end in divorce, right? Right. Um, and to, in Southern California, two out of three marriages end in divorce. So that's even worse. Now, and California you, is the worst state to get married in. Now, now let me ask you. No, actually, it's the worst state to get divorced in. That's that's yeah. an, that's another thing. It doesn't matter where you get married. It, it depends on where you get divorced. That's where you get screwed. But let me ask you this, Steve. Okay. Now, you drive a car. Of course, you live in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. You do have car insurance, right? Yes, I do. Do you get in an, an accident one out of two times when you drive? No, I do not. Of not course anymore. not. And, <laughs> well, you, you stop letting you know a woman drive, but oh, so. <laughs> but you know the thing is, is that it's it's really insurance because we have this society that we live in. There are no more scarlet A's, you know. So it is. It really is an insurance policy. If you're going to stay together forever, that's fantastic. Stay together forever, but just have that protection in place because you wouldn't drive your car without insurance. Why would you drive your marriage without insurance? With those rates of divorce being so high, and it's that's protection for the and, woman as well, right? And you know what? Let me, let me just tell you exactly. how how you guys can do it. It's really fast, but yeah, so I have to go into this. You, um, you each, uh, at least six months before the wedding, you get your lawyer, she gets her lawyer. You guys drop the prenup, you both sign it. There's no community property. It's all laid out in the contract that what we walked in with and what we ever build on our own comes out. You know, that, that's what we leave with in, in the wedding after the uh, divorce. Because something that women are doing nowadays, they'll meet the guy and he'll get the prenup drawn up. I didn't have my own lawyer. I didn't know what was going on. He wasn't acting in my best interest. Or, oh, well, it was like two weeks before the wedding when we signed it, and he said if I didn't do it, he wouldn't marry me. So that's considered duress, and it can, it can nullify the prenup. But yes, to answer your question, I would do it, and I would recommend it. It's not unromantic. It is just practical. That's all. Um, to be honest, we're both broke as hell and don't own anything, so I mean, it really doesn't matter. I wasn't matter. telling you. <laughs> I, I wasn't telling you. I know you weren't telling me. I, I know you were. I, know I was you're... answering a question that you asked. I know. I know you were speaking. You in have a, broad a very lovely bride who is a wonderful, fantastic person. Okay. And I see you Not guys fair. being together for the rest of your lives. You guys compliment each other very well. I'm I mean, going to go to What Do You Know they Live go, in they do, they okay. do geocaching <laughs> together. For those of you that don't know what geocaching, it's geocaching. It's geocaching, right? geocaching yes. Geocaching. Um, it's just look it up. It's true. I mean, they do it together. I mean, they complement each other so well. It's fantastic. Yes, they do. It, it, what's really funny is like we really don't have a whole lot in common as far as our tastes go, but I think that it works great for us just because we're able to play off of those just differences. And somehow it works. I know for some people it wouldn't work at all, but for us it seems to work fantastic. Well, which is and plus, great. to do the work that you do, and what do you know, you have to have that inquisitive mindset that if you see something foreign, you want to learn more about it. Mm-hmm. So if it is someone who is, doesn't have the same interest as you, you're always like kind of wanting to learn. True. If it you was know, the same person as you and you said, did you know? And she and said, yeah. like, as a matter of fact, I did. Yeah. Then you'd be like, okay, then. No, that's the cheetos. No, you know what? And, and that's one of the biggest things in relationships. People, people say, oh, well, you should find somebody who has similar interests. You know what? If I met a chick who was just like me, I'd fucking kill her. <laughs> I, we, we would get into fights If you had a clone, you would kill that clone. We, we you would be like the sixth day. You, you would imagine, kill the clone. Can you imagine fighting for the mirror in the morning? It'd be insane. Uh, no. No, no, just no. Just look at me. No, no. And I'll look at you spend in the mirror in the morning? I mean, you, Why do you think you there's a mirror behind him? Actually working or looking. It's, there's well, two different okay. things. Yeah, I don't do much work. That makes sense. But I'm just saying, so I mean, I think 
think that that's your relationship is a good example that you should sure. find a, a good not not a, an opposite in the sense of I go to church and she goes to Satan worshiping meetings, but <laughs> we did have to get over that hump first. Yeah, yeah, Satanism. You know, it's a, it's a but you learned thing. a lot about it. I did. I learned a lot about it. Did you know the first Satan worshiping meeting? <laughs> wow. Now we're going deep. But back onto the subject at hand, I'm gonna say this uh, for the horror Madonna complex. Uh, ladies out there, we've talked several several times on staying attainable for your man. And a friend of mine who's a female actually has told us. Go together. Sorry. God. Has actually <laughs> said to all her friends, if you don't give it up, he's going to find it someplace else. That's very good advice. That is, And that's a girl telling her girlfriends that. And she's like, fucking give it up. If you have a headache, it's a cure for a headache. It's a panacea. So give it up. And Zsa, Zsa Gabor said this best best host in the living room best cook in the kitchen and biggest whore in the bedroom and you'll keep your man so uh we've talked several times about staying attainable for your man staying sexual staying attractive and guys too guys got to step it up as well you know to a certain degree aside from that ladies out there if you have a child and you become more of the madonna you need to remember where your priorities are. And I'm not saying to dismiss your child. I'm saying make sure that the man feels that he has attention to because we're all attention whores to some degree. All of us are. And guys out there, if you have this whole Madonna whore complex and like, oh my God, some other fucking get over it. Seriously. I mean, that's where you got to shop. So keep shopping there. That's well, all I got to say. That's why I think it's just complete bullshit because I don't, I don't think that men are, are like that. I think that it's a clever excuse for uh, if the man uses it, it's a clever excuse. Same thing if the woman uses it too. It's just, it's really nothing more than a, a, a clever excuse. It's not, I, I don't see it as a real thing. She had your kids, you know, that's, that's great. Unless you were staring down her birth canal when the kid came out, you shouldn't really have much trauma from it. <laughs> I, exactly. For real? And, no. I, Matt's, Matt's looking at me like, what the I'm fuck? Sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm being blinded by a visual right now. So... <laughs> You know what? When certain things surpass and, you know, I've been with girls that have been sick and been in the hospital and been in places that, I mean, when you really love someone, that's fine. And when you're all cleaned up, just like I've been places where I've been sick and not looking my best either. But when you're all cleaned up and you put your A game on, you know, that's your partner. That's where you know, like, where the good stuff is. So... I think you're. I think you're right, Sean. I think it's a bunch of bullshit. Anyone that uses it as an excuse or has some kind of complex, you know, and succumbs to it is a fucking pussy. Now, when we get into the is Madonna a whore complex, now that's going to be the real discussion. That that's really what I have. thought this discussion was going to be about. <laughs> well, that podcast <laughs> would be about ten seconds long. Let me give you the preview. <laughs> Welcome to Titanium Bros presents Sean and Robin show. Madonna is a whore. Thank you very much. Write your questions and comments to titaniumbros at gmail dot com. <laughs> that's the and show. With that. <laughs> with that Send your questions and comments in to titaniumbros at gmail.com.